1: This program is transcribed from an earlier network broadcast.
2: Really? Butch? Anybody home?
3: I'm here, Mayor. Mayor, Abby and I want you to complain to the telephone company. That new subscriber on our line talks in European French, and we can't understand a word she says. (laughs)
1: starring Lionel Barrymore, with Agnes Moorhead as Marilly and Conrad Binion as Bush. <laughs> Remember Mark Twain's famous comment, everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it? Well, I'd like to add a postscript. You can do something about what the weather does to you. You don't just have to put up with a chapped, wind face, rough, red hands, or the all-over discomfort of winter skin. Just reach for Noxema Medicated Skin Cream. See how it soothes and softens rough, dry skin. Makes hands look whiter and more appealing. Actual clinical tests show Noxema helps even severely chapped skin heal faster, often in as little as 24 hours. And here's another tip. Try Noxema as an all-over body rub at your tub or shower. It helps keep your skin feeling soft, lessens the irritation often caused by warm woolen clothes. Get a jar of Noxema tomorrow. The big 10-ounce economy size being featured at your druggist now. And now, the mayor of the town starring Lionel Barrymore. Well, it's an early January evening in Springdale, and supper is over at the old-fashioned house on Elm Street. The mayor is sitting in front of the study fire, half-dozing over the evening clarion. His ward, Butch, is lying on the couch, an unopened history book on his stomach, and idly drawing pictures on the frosted windowpane with his thumbnail. Marilly comes in from the kitchen.
3: Well, I finally got them finished. This is, this is, this is, honestly for three civilized people, is it? Roscoe? General? What are you doing? Nothing. Well, stop it. Yes, sir. You can do more damage doing nothing than 20 other folks doing something. As Soon as that frost melts, the whole window pane will be covered with moss.
4: Oh, doggone, it, Really? Will you please sit down and relax?
3: I am relaxed. Well, relax all over. Oh.
4: I am right in the middle of January, I'm in no mood for a lot of vocal fireworks. Oh, yeah, take it here.
3: Because, do I believe in what?
4: Thought. Transference.
3: Thought. You mean thinking something real hard? Until the someone you're thinking at gets what you're thinking about.
4: Is that the... <laughs> That's it in a king size coconut shell. Yeah. yep. Yeah. Well,
3: yes, yes, I believe in that.
4: Why? Well, as an interesting experiment in peace and quiet... Let's all sit just here and think at each other for the rest of the evening. Oh,
3: people can't be terrible, sociable, just the no, look...
4: No, 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 no words, just silent, restful thoughts. There's
5: just no sense. Thank There's... you, thank you. What?
4: Huh? I said thank you. I knew you'd cooperate, so I just said thank you.
5: Oh.
3: <clears throat> Don't mention it.
5: Well, all right. Thank
3: you. Of course, I can take a hint, you know. If people don't want to talk, I can be as close-mouthed as anybody else.
5: Mm. And I love to think. It gives a person
3: something to occupy their mind. I could sit right here until two weeks after doomsday without a single word passing my lips. Even as a baby, I didn't try to talk until I was nearly three months old, you know. LAUGHTER Mother was terrible, afraid I'd never... Roscoe Gardiner, aren't you ashamed of yourself? Huh? You should have your mind scrubbed out with soap and water. But, gee, what did I do, Molly? Oh, don't try to look so innocent. I got that thought you just transferred in my direction. (laughs) Oh, gosh, Willie,
2: I wasn't even thinking. Hmm. I was just lying here, trying to scratch my left ear with my right
3: foot. Oh, it wasn't you, it was the mayor thinking. And anyone who catches such thoughts behind a person's back... Look, that look, be...
4: look, you, you weren't tuned in on my station because my mind was a perfect blank.
3: Well, somebody thought it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And seeing you and Oscar are the only ones in the room... Well,
2: oh,
5: a
3: whole fish, Marui.
4: Ah, sure, you can't eliminate that Tiffany sardine, you know.
2: And I guess fish can send out pretty strong thought waves, seeing as they're supposed to be brain food.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I... I suppose it could have been Mr. Weissmuller.
5: He sort of had his
3: scales up because I cut down on his fish food. Last week, swimming through his castle, he got stuck twice. Jolly,
2: instead of trying to get him thin, I should think it'd be easier to get him a bigger castle.
3: Mm-hmm, well, in case you don't know it, Roscoe, there is a post-war fish castle
5: shortage, you know.
3: The price of even small two entrance grottoes has rocketed sky high, and any goldfish lucky enough to have any kind of a castle, no matter how inconvenient, had better hang on to it. <laughs>
4: he looks sort of lonesome swimming around in the fish bowl all by himself. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Mrs. Weissmuller? Did Mr. Weissmuller eat her?
3: No, no. They were just temperamentally mismated. Uh-oh. So I took her back to the five and dime store.
4: What did he do? Eat seaweed in bed?
3: No. No. But Mrs. Weissmuller likes to swim clockwise, and Mr. Weissmuller wanted to swim counterclockwise. It was just smash, bang, smash every minute of the day, you know. Mm. Got me so nervous. But Roscoe, will you please take your foot down from behind your neck and see who that is?
2: at the door. Oh, sure, really. I was just trying to see what I'd look like if I was a monkey. Oh, my... I bet you if I could get both feet up,
3: I'd look pretty good. Oh, monkey. Mercy my stars. I don't know where he gets such crazy ideas. There's
4: nothing crazy about him at all. There's just normal conversation for a boy of his age. Yes,
3: well, I don't know, Mayor. I sometimes think we should never have let him take Spanish.
4: What in thunder's Spanish
3: got to do with it? Well, goodness knows what he's been putting in his head, you know. If they're going to teach foreign languages, they should teach them in English so the parents can understand them. <laughs> yeah, they're
5: both
2: right there to study, Dr. Oh, uh, thank you,
6: Butch. Hello, Mayor. Good evening, Marilla.
3: Oh, my Dr. K. Oh,
6: Doc,
4: well. oh, we, we didn't send for you, but you can sit down if you won't send a bill
6: for your time. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I won't. This is a personal well, call. i not
5: take the doctor's
3: hat and coat. Please. I'm
6: out uh, drumming up trade so I can pay my income his bag, tax. too.
3: Take his
6: <laughs> Good idea. Could I interest any of you in an expensive disease or a nice luxurious operation? No, sir. No, no, no.
4: You couldn't because I haven't anything to spare. <laughs> I'm giving the Bureau of Internal Revenue one tonsil and my appendix and my own tax
6: return. Oh, oh Mayor. <laughs> oh, Dr. Keith. Oh. Yes, Butch?
2: Oh, can I borrow your stethoscope?
6: Oh, sure. It's right there in my bag. Help yourself. Oh,
2: gee, thanks. I always wanted to see how it won't work. Come on out. you
3: be careful, Russell. I'll Those
5: bring it right
2: back. back. I'm going to put it on Sweet Alice and find out how she ticks. Delicate
3: instruments like Sweet Alice. Alice. Here, Kitty, Come here, Kitty. No, no, Russell! Russell! Russell, Russell, you come right
5: back here. I won't have you. Ah, <laughs>
4: don't let it bother you. Uh, it goes on all the time. This is one of our quieter evenings.
6: Well, I always did like three-ring circuses. Mm. Say, what happened to your feet? Did you far-boil them?
4: Nope. No, these are my new red slippers that Marilla gave me for Christmas.
6: Oh, Lord. I could stand up in a corner and go to sleep. I don't know why I feel so done in. Well... Everybody else is in the same condition. You've got a post-Christmas mental hangover. Well, maybe so.
4: I have it every year myself. Sometimes it takes me the whole month of January to snap out of it.
6: Uh, I wonder why it is that the minute New Year's is over, everything seems too dull and
4: flat and uninteresting. Well, the main reason for it is that the town looks that way. Now, put that other piece of wood on the fire, will you, Oh, Uh, for the whole month of December, the street lamps have been decorated with evergreen and colored lights strung along the whole length of Main Street and holly wreaths and holly berries in every window in Springdale. Ah,
6: there, that ought
4: to burn a while. And then, right after the holidays, lights and evergreen and holly disappear
6: and the town looks as bare as the pick carcass of the Christmas turkey. <laughs> I guess that's it, Mayor. I know I miss our Christmas tree. Uh, my living room seems sort of empty and unfinished without it. Yes, and it's those discarded trees
4: that bother me the
6: most. Oh, how so?
4: Well, they hang around for weeks and months afterwards. Uh, I meet them in alleys and on vacant lots, leaning against back fences, piled on top of ashes and rubbish on their way to the city dump.
6: Ghosts of Christmas past? Did?
4: that's right. And every one of them with a bit of tinsel, a red ribbon, a cotton snow hanging to them, like the last rag and tatter of Christmas.
6: Well, still, what can you do with them?
4: I, I don't know. Only it seems to me that anything that brings so much happiness deserves a better fate.
2: Oh, okay, Murley. But if I get bed sores, it'll be your fault. Oh, here you are, Dr. Case. I, I brought back your stethoscope. Oh, just dropped
6: there in my bag, Butch.
2: Oh, for borrowing it, I got, I got to go to bed. <laughs> huh. Ain't life terrible. Well, good night, man. Good
6: night, Butch. Good
2: night. Good night, Dr. Case. Hey, good night. Oh, bed. Always being stuck in bed. Might just as well have been born a oyster.
6: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, nice boy. Yeah, yeah, Butch's all right. Well, I guess I'd better collect my pills and powders and travel along home. Ah, uh, it's been a long day. Did you just come from a case? Mm-hmm. Oak Street. Little girl. Seriously? Polio. Who? Lord Almighty. Has seven, her last birthday. Can you do anything? Well, I'm hoping. What's her name? Patty Burton. She was doing pretty good. And they sent for me tonight. She'd been crying the whole day. Did you find out the reason? Christmas tree. Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah. They,
6: they had one for Patty. It's been right by her bed for almost a month. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, after that long a time, it lost most of its needles. It looked pretty scraggly. Yeah, sure. Oh, so they took it down last night. Then they put it out in the yard where Patty could still see it. But she cried all day. What are you going to do bud? I don't know. In that little black bag, I've got pills that'll put you to sleep, relieve your pain, lower your fever, aid your digestion, or kill your germs. <laughs> Do you know something, Mayor? I haven't got one darn remedy that'll mend a kid's broken heart.
4: <laughs>
6: well, thanks for the fire and the conversation. I've got to go home. Well, I'll
4: see you at the door, Doc.
6: Say goodbye to Morelli
4: for me. I'll do that. I'll do that.
6: And you and the missus
4: reserve a night to come over to supper.
6: Ah, we'll make it on a Thursday. <laughs> uh... That's the day for Mrs. Stevens' baby, but I, I think she'll wait till Saturday to take advantage of the Friday markdown sale at the town. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good night, man. Good night, Doc. Good well, night. it's Clouding over. We may have some more snow by morning.
4: Wouldn't surprise me at
5: all. Good
3: night, Doc. Good night. <laughs> 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 was
4: that Dr. Case just went out, man? Yeah, it was, brother. He <laughs> said <laughs> to tell you good night.
3: Oh, da-da. He and his wife
4: uh, may be over for supper Thursday. Oh,
3: I'll have stewed chicken. Yeah. Da, dee, da, 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 da da Hey, well, what's the
4: name of that song you're humming?
3: Well, don't you remember? We used to sing it in school. Oh, Tannenbaum.
4: You oh, yes, yeah, sure, sure. German song. It means Christmas tree.
3: Well, we used to sing it in English.
4: Yeah. Man? Mm-hmm.
3: Wait, I'll pick it out for you
4: on the uh, piano. Oh, Tannenbaum. Oh, Tannenbaum. The grunts in <laughs> Oh, Christmas tree.
5: Oh, Christmas tree. How faithful are thy leaves? You groom with summer's
3: ferret rose. And in the winter's winter, winter
5: nose. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Name Christmas tree.
4: Main two, four, two, four. Oh, Jordan. Oh, hello, Bill. Well, This is the mayor. <clears throat> Say, look, as a special favor, would it be possible to get a two-column box in tomorrow morning's paper? Oh, fine, fine.
0: I'll just tell you
4: what I want, and the heading will be, To the People of Springdale Who Like Christmas Trees.
1: Work and most any kind of work is hard on your hands. But that doesn't worry Mrs. H. D. of Carlstadt, New Jersey. Her hands still look nice. You'll hear how she does it in the letter Miss Gregg is going to read now.
6: I run a chicken farm and I have to go out in all kinds of weather to feed my stock. Every winter I suffered terribly from raw, cracked fingers until I started using noxema. It helps my hands stay smooth and comfortable. But what's even more important? Well, let me break
1: in a minute, Miss Gregg, to explain why Noxema does so much for chapped skin. It's medicated, that's why. Nurses have used Noxema for years. It's made to soothe and help heal raw, rough, irritated skin.
6: Mrs. H.D. can tell you that, Frank. She says, My two children have to walk to school these winter days, and they were almost in tears because their chapped hands and faces hurt so much. I started treating them to a little Noxema before they went out in the cold. It relieves the chapping and has made them so much more comfortable and happier.
1: Try Nostima right now while the weather is at its worst and while your druggist is featuring the big 10-ounce economy jar. Now back to the mayor of the town starring Lionel Barrymore. Well, it's now the next evening, and all day long the roads and paths that wind to the top of Blueberry Hill have resembled the climax of Shakespeare's Macbeth... when Burnham Wood came to Dunsinane. But the forest that marched today on Blueberry Hill... by car, by truck, by arm, and by shoulder... has been nothing but Christmas trees. Old Christmas trees with bare, scraggly branches... but each one bearing a scrap of tinsel... a tatter of ribbon, or a bit of cotton snow. And what started this march to Blueberry Hill? Nothing very much. Nothing of any global or even continental consequence unless you're one of those nine people in ten who are more or less sentimental. Just a small girl's tears and the mayor's announcement in the Springdale Morning Chronicle. Hey, Mame, just listen to this.
6: To the people of Springdale who like Christmas trees and especially to those who remember their own childhood and how they cried when their tree was stripped of its holiday glory and put with the trash in the alley. (laughs) You know... You know, I used to do that, Mae. Yes, sir, I remember when I was about... Say, what'd you do with our tree, Mame? Is that it lying out there by the back fence? You see, Patty Burton is seven years old and a very sick little girl.
3: She's been crying over the loss of her Christmas tree. With your help, I hope to make her a wonderful tree that will last her until next Christmas from the alley and put it in the car. I'm taking it out to Blueberry Hill.
2: All right, boys, take off your coats and start piling the trees fast as folks bring them up. Stack them on top of each other a hundred trees to a layer. Lay them and heap them together into the pyramid. Now build it carefully like the mayor's head into a big Christmas tree. By glory, when we get it done and we set it afire, we'll have a burning, blazing Christmas tree that Patty Burton can see if she is sixty miles away in Capital City.
4: Patty, no, no, look at me.
3: Maybe if I talk to her, Mary. All right, really,
4: all right. Yes. She
3: won't stop crying to even hear what you say. Patty,
4: just listen to me a minute, will you? I know why you're crying. Oh, I certainly do. I like Christmas trees, too, you know.
5: You do? Sure, I
4: do. Sure, well, I've had one myself every year. Every year since the Christmas when I was even smaller than you are. Mm-hmm. And so did I, Patty. Why,
3: <laughs> Christmas wouldn't seem like Christmas without a tree, you know. Mine. My... Mine was right here by my bed.
4: Jim, yeah, you know, that's just where I'd have put it.
3: And it had just lots
5: and lots of ornaments. Uh,
4: I bet it was the prettiest tree in Springdale.
5: And way up on top, there was a star.
4: I know just what you mean. Star so high, it almost touched the ceiling.
5: Way up there it was. No,
4: no, why, that's twice as tall as Marilla is.
3: And every night we lit the lights. All of them? Red and yellow and, and green and white.
4: Oh, I wish I could have seen that. Oh,
5: it was just wonderful. Yeah,
4: I can believe it.
5: Just, just wonderful.
4: Yes, sir, that's the only word for it.
5: But yesterday they took it
3: down. Yes, Patty, but don't you They say it? said it was dead. And they put it out in the
2: yard. After a whole month. Really? But it wasn't dead, Mayor. It wasn't dead. It was beautiful.
5: I know it was I know. I know. I know. And then today, today, let me... look, today a Patty. man
3: came and he took it away. Oh, Patty, Patty, don't do that. He took it away in the
2: car. Now, Patty Patty He took it away. And now I'll never, never see my Christmas tree again. Oh. Patty, Patty. But why
5: did he take well, it? Well, not that.
4: I am going to be truthful with you, Patty. He took it away because I asked him to. But, but... You, 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 you see, each kind of tree, like all kinds of people, was created for a special purpose. Now, there's fruit trees, like uh, cherry trees, and apple, and peach trees, and plum, and and the nut trees, like like walnut and chestnut and, and butternut, and, and every year, season after season, each one of these trees loads its branches for us to harvest.
5: Oh, well, yes, but, but... now, now,
4: now, a Christmas tree, mind you. A Christmas tree is an extra-special kind of tree. you know why? Why? Because it only bears once in its whole life. And... Its one and only crop is the rarest and most priceless fruit of all. People call it happiness. Uh
5: huh.
3: Christmas time happiness. Yeah, Abby. yeah, that's right. Uh-huh.
4: Christmas time happiness because it's a very delicate fruit. No matter how hard you try or cry, it won't last beyond the holiday. But,
5: but my tree. You, you know
4: where your tree is right now? No. It's up on the top of Blueberry Hill.
5: But
4: why? Well, because I wanted to find out if there was any truth in an old legend. My father told it to me, and and, and his father told it to him.
3: What legend,
4: Mayor? Ah, now, as near as I can remember, it goes like this. If you take your Christmas tree to the top of the tallest hill, and in our case, that's Blueberry Hill... On the fifth night before the first full moon after Christmas, which is tonight, and if that tree was loved and someone had harvested its whole wonderful crop of happiness, well then it'll burst into flame and burn so tall and bright it'll almost blind you. And wherever the wind drops the smallest ash, a young Christmas tree will start to grow for some future Christmas.
3: Well, well, you know I never heard that before. Hmm. Blueberry Hill right up there, isn't it?
4: Yep, yes, you could look right out this window here and see it if it wasn't so dark.
3: I don't see anything burning, do you? No,
4: no, no. Well, well, you can't trust these old legends, you know. Probably nothing in it at all.
3: But I did love my tree. Oh,
4: sure, sure, sure. I
3: loved it more than anything I, I ever
5: had. I know
4: you did.
5: I loved it just... Just mm. terrible. I loved it. Just <gasps> Mayor, huh? look, look up on the hill. It's burning. It's burning, Mayor.
4: My glory, it really
5: is. Why
3: it's lighting up the whole of Blueberry Hill by day. Oh, day.
4: That's
3: right. Nice day, though. Wonderful. Mm. Little girl seemed terribly happy. Yes, I think
4: she was, Merle. Mm-hmm.
3: All those trees certainly did make a blaze, <laughs> didn't That's
4: <they? laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: There's only one thing that kind of bothers me, though. Yeah? What's that? Well, I've always kind of prided myself on the memory, you know.
5: Mm-hmm, sure, sure.
3: Once I hear a thing, I very seldom forget it.
5: Yeah, that's right.
3: And I've been trying to think and trying to think. Oh, I wouldn't do that. The truth be known, I've been racking my brain. Huh? That's dangerous. And for the life of me, I can't even remember hearing anybody tell that legend you told Patty.
4: Well, I never heard it either.
5: You mean you just made it up? Well,
4: legends have to start sometime, don't they? Uh... And who knows, a couple of hundred years from now, it may be a real legend.
3: Yes, but it
5: couldn't Why couldn't it? Well,
4: anyway, I'm planning to make the burning of Christmas trees an annual affair in Springdale. Yeah.
5: Uh,
4: it sort of finishes up the holidays with a with a nice feeling. Uh-huh.
3: Mm. Well, I, I guess it does. Yeah. It's a lot better than having them hanging around for months and months and months and wondering what to do with them. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it is. Well. Well, I guess I'll go along up to my room.
4: Good night, Marie.
3: Sweet Alice is out, and if you'll let her in before you go upstairs, I'd appreciate it. I'll
4: do day. that. I'll do and that. And this is the night
3: to wind the clock, you I know. Won't forget it. That wood in the fireplace sometimes. I'll sometimes put up
4: the fire screen.
3: Damper on the fire. I'll
4: put it down. Well. Good night, Marie. Good
3: night. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. i locked lock the front door, too. Well, that's not what I was going to say. I good. was, uh. I was going to tell you, I made some doughnuts this morning.
5: Ah, Uh yeah. huh. There's
3: two on a plate with a glass of milk. They're right there on the piano. Oh, well.
5: You thank better you. eat
3: them. You better eat them right now so you won't go right to bed and have indigestion. Okay, sure. Thank you. No. Thank you. Well. Good night, Red. Good night again, Marley. Good night. Good night. Good night. I hope Roscoe's remembered what I told him and not left the bathroom door open. When yeah. he does it, gets the cold in there. You don't have to brush your teeth. You just hold the toothbrush against them and shiver again. <laughs> oh my
5: stars! These stairs are
6: going to be the death of
4: me. Hold on. Oh, Wonderful day. <coughs> hmm. Wonderful donuts too. It's
1: a wonderful old world. The Mayor and Marilly will be back in a moment. Mister, whether you realize it or not, a close shave always scrapes off some of your tender top skin. That's why your face so often smarts and feels irritated. Don't just endure this everyday annoyance. Shave the cool, soothing, medicated way, as thousands are doing. Bill Magison, a Pittsburgh salesman with an exceptionally tough beard, writes, I've experimented with various shaving methods for years. Today, thanks to Noxzema Brushless Shave Cream, my face is no longer sore and irritated from daily shaving. You see, Noxzema Shave Cream is a medicated formula that soothes, helps protect sensitive skin as it softens the toughest beard. Gives you quick, cool, painless shaves. Helps heal the razor damage that causes shaving irritation. Four out of five who try it report they never found a better shave. For your skin's sake, switch to medicated Noxema Shave Cream right away.
3: You know, Mayor, when I saw Patty lying there, it almost made me cry. Huh? Yes, it's apt to be so long and so hopeless, you know. Oh, it isn't
4: hopeless anymore,
3: really. What do you mean? Well,
4: well, just this, that if everyone in Springdale, in in, in every place in the country, will support the March of Dimes with their contribution, no matter how small, they'll light a flame of hope as bright as that fire on Blueberry Hill.
3: Well, I know it's a wonderful thing, of course, Mayor, but how does the March of Dimes work?
4: Well, the the National Foundation for Infantile Paralysis uses half of the money right in the community in which it was raised.
5: Uh Uh-huh.
4: And guarantees hospital care to all polio victims.
5: Hmm.
4: And the other half used for research and prevention and cure of polio. Oh, isn't
3: that wonderful? Isn't that
4: wonderful? Yeah,
3: I think it is. Mayor, do you know where the hammer is?
4: Why, sure, of course. Why?
3: I'm going to break my piggy bank for the March of Dimes. Ah. <laughs>
1: to be with us next week at the same time when the makers of Nautzema again present the Mayor of the Town in a chapter called, I Dreamt I Dwelt in Marble Halls. Our script tonight was written by Charles Taswell. Music by Bernard Katz and the original Mayor of the Town musical theme was composed by Mr. Barrymore. Mr. Barrymore appeared by arrangement with Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of Sinclair Lewis's *Cast Timberlane*, starring Spencer Tracy, Lana Turner, and Zachary Scott. Now, this is Frank Martin wishing you all a very pleasant good night for Narsima. This was transcribed. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.
5: It's 8 o'clock at KECA Los Angeles.